For as long as I've known the NBA, it's been a stars league. But even among the stars, there's an exclusive club. Russell, Dr. J, Jordan, Kobe. They're all part of a select group that paved the way for the NBA superstar of today. And some even shared secrets with each other along the way. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Jackie McMullen, and this is the Icons Club. It's the Ringer Gambling Show, presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back, and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100-GAMBLER and visit rg-help.com. The NBA playoffs are here, and we all know playoff mode is a thing. Listen to the evidence. Playoff crowds are going wild. Playoff players are lighting up the court. Even your speakers are in playoff mode. Okay, we'll take it down a notch, but just a notch, because this is the Turn It Up to 11 NBA Playoffs. Playoff mode is clearly a thing. The NBA Playoffs presented by Google Pixel continue on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. All righty, let's roll, baby. Welcome in Tuesday, Ring of Gambling, Joe House, John Chistensky. I'm ready to cash in on a bet. That's what I'm all about, starting <laughs> off this show. I, I, was, I forgot. we playing golf. Eddie Look, it, it, I'm, I'm happy to lose that bet. That was a win-win. What was it, Alabama against? No, it was Miami. Oh, you yeah. And the pod father continue to spit on. <laughs> and Miami is probably going to go to the Final Four because of what we had a week ago on video. Just a, a little food for thought. Well, I mean the the ACC coming to the coming to the four. I mean they're, they're ACC showing out. Like I don't know why I'm surprised. I'm an ACC guy. I don't know why I went against uh, an ACC uh, compatriot like that. But look, I'm happy to pay off that bet. We're gonna have a great day. There will not be any pictures, and we will make sure that there's Uber uh, available to take you home after we take care of business. I was gonna say that will buddy. not be a ride. That will not be a golf run that I am driving to, and I hope that the Bloody Marys <laughs> are spicy. So I'm all, um, uh, yeah, I'm it's already all starting of the to above. think ahead. Yes, um, good, good I'm glad that you mentioned the ACC because I watch a lot of ACC basketball. I'm a Syracuse guy. I know you're an ACC kind of guy. This was like the worst ACC ever. Like I was wondering if they were gonna have more than three teams getting into the NCAA tournament. They end up with five. And let's be honest, has every single one of these teams, with the exception of Virginia Tech, played really well. Carolina beats a number one seed. Miami is a 10, goes to the Sweet 16. Duke overcomes that deficit against Michigan State. And by the way, that was my worst beat of the weekend. Not even close. I had Michigan State plus seven. Oh, that's, a, that's a rough one, pal. That's, a, that's a rough one. But the ACC played great this weekend. They played great. Um. Let's go ahead and go through your your card. How did you end up doing over the course of the weekend? Now you were 
I'm I'm very happy, by the way. You look great. You sound great. I know you've had a little bit of time to recover. When we got together last Friday, you had just arrived at the Borgata. So you, you clearly survived I that experience. I made it back in one piece. Yes. Stefan, our steam producer, can probably attest to this. Saturday morning, recording the pod after a late night on the tables. The voice might have been a little hoarse. Sunday night, I was good to go. A little Starbucks, a little green tea. And, dude, it's tournament time. So you find a way to power through. The highlight of the weekend, without a doubt, though, and I don't know if you saw this from a gambling perspective, Davidson plus now, if you got this at the wrong number, you lost. The buddy of mine had him favored, got screwed. We locked in plus one and a half. That three at the end of the game. Sportsbook's going insane. We're hugging people <laughs> left and right. Dude, it's March. That's what you're yeah, doing, March. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, you thankfully steered me away from a money line bet that I looked long and hard at. Now, I did take the line, and I'm talking about the Gonzaga-Memphis game, which I really feel like, in a way, we were cheated because Memphis is so good. Uh, the fact that they had to, they landed in Gonzaga's uh, region like, I feel like Gonzaga could emerge, I mean, uh, Memphis could emerge from any other region as in, into the Final Four, no question that. There's no other one seed that they cannot beat. That was my favorite game of the weekend in terms of the quality of play, the level of competition. But you talked me out of the Memphis money line, and for a long while there, I was cursing you a little bit. I was I mean, going like, to say, I'm they shocked were right I didn't there. Get- I'm shocked I didn't get the text at halftime saying, thanks, asshole. <laughs> no, you no, said, no. See, you're smarter than that because you could have sent, you were saying, you know what, I'll wait to, for this bad boy to go final. There you go. I don't want to prematurely bash JJ. No, no, no. And no, then no, all no. of a sudden Gonzaga wins and, you know, I'm shrugging my shoulders. All four of the one seeds, let's be honest, they all flirted with disaster. Gonzaga yeah. flirted with disaster. Kansas flirted with disaster. Arizona should have lost. They missed a foul call at the end of the game, and TCU should have won that game. And, of course, North Carolina-Baylor, which to me was the game of the weekend, we all had Carolina plus five-and-a-half house. And as I am watching that melt, Manic gets tossed. All of a sudden, I'm watching Hubert Davis just stand there on the sideline, not know how to call a timeout, seeing his team not being able to handle a full-court press. That game goes to overtime. I got UNC plus five-and-a-half. I am like, wow, I just... I just lost this one, didn't I? I just I mean, lost this one. That was the all the notes across all, every gambler in America who who was on Carolina plus five and a half. It's like, oh, it's overtime. We're dead. We're all dead. Everybody sent that same note to each other. Now that game to me was the most dramatic because of all the twists and turns, because of the combination of all the Baylor favored calls. There were a bunch of calls that you know Twitter lost its mind over. But North Carolina's own self-sabotage, like the inability to inbound the ball, the inability to break a press, what everybody has said With those about athletes, watching that, that team. embarrassing. You know, certain teams in college basketball, they don't have the athletes to break a press. So you understand why they can't do it. Carolina's got every guy on the floor is like 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, did you see Roy Williams up in the stands, like shaking his head with like two minutes to go? I wanted to be like, Roy, come down and help Hubert out here. Tell him how to help his team break a press. I mean, we were sending notes like, did Carolina stop giving out scholarships? Aren't these supposed to be five-star kids who have seen a press before? It was literally amazing. But that's the beauty of March, right? The unexpected, the wrinkle that the team didn't factor in. They didn't expect that their high scorer, the best player in the game, Manic, was going to get kicked out for a sloppy elbow. And it was a dumb, dumb move by him. 
But, you know, immediately the game changes. And then that melt was really enjoyable to watch. But to, I still love that Memphis Gonzaga game. I thought that that quality. It was, it was said, super well played game. I agree. That's with it. That. That flirting with disaster, see, to me, that wasn't Gonzaga flirting with disaster. That was Gonzaga playing against, to me, one of the top five teams in the country. Because Memphis Ooh. just looked, oh, the combination of guard play, how steady those guys were, the composure, and the inside-outside game. Now, Memphis also ran into foul trouble, which I, you know, again, I, I don't watch enough college basketball to have my eyes calibrated to how they referee these games. Is it was the refereeing across the, the the board this weekend consistent with how you experience college basketball? Yeah, I would say it was bad. I mean, and that Memphis Gonzaga game was not one of the games that I'd look at and say, wow, it was poorly officiated. Baylor Carolina would fit that description. The TCU game to me would fit that description. Texas AM, well not Texas AM, Texas Tech and Notre Dame was yeah. hands down the worst officiated game. And I think Notre Dame absolutely got the short end of the stick. Yeah, how's college basketball refs? They're not very good. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. You bet these games, buyer beware. It actually yeah. makes you look at NBA officials and say, wow, maybe, maybe well, these guys are actually better that's than we me. thought. I got my hand up. I mean, that it's what makes me uh the the, the enjoyment, the comedy of uh Scott Van Pelt SVP with bad beats. All they do every week is come on and show college basketball games. Every college basketball game is a bad beat. It's a bad beat by definition. They're kids. They're, they're going to make mistakes, and they're, they're, the referees are bad, the whole thing. So it's all bad beats, which makes for good enjoyment. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot here. I have Let's two do it. future. I have two future bets that are still pending. I want to see which one you would feel better about. I have Kansas from the beginning of the year at 15-1 to to win the title. Not bad as the number one seed. It's, I mean, it's great value. I have UCLA got it mid-February. At 27 to 1, hmm. if you could invest in one of those tickets right now that I hold in my possession, actually, it's on my cell phone right about now, Kansas, 15 or 16 to 1, UCLA, 27 to 1. Which one do you like more? I'd buy the Kansas from you. That that would be the one. Because they're a one seed and you look at the bottom half of their region, That's they get why. through Providence, That's Miami why. or Iowa State in the Elite Eight. They better be in the damn Final Four. That's why. That's that's the reason. It's just a little bit less of of a of a road, and I I think they showed good 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 composure in both of those those first two games. You know, it's the kind of one seed composure you want to see. They didn't hit a a um like like Baylor did. I don't. I still haven't really diagnosed how Baylor fell apart. I don't understand it. Um, they fell apart because they basically ran out of gas. That's the way I see it. Okay. When you're down like 20, 25 points and you got to fight, you got to scratch, you got to claw just to like tie the game. There's like this moment of we made it, we tied the game, blah, blah, blah. And it either but goes I, one of two ways. You win well, by 10 that, or that you, point, you, you run out of steam. They run out of steam. Yeah, that point I completely understand. How did they end up down 25? That's the question. They have the athletes. They Was it that usual sort of shooting variance? Carolina shooting the lights out and Baylor didn't have an answer on offense? A little bit of both. And Carolina okay. played well. Carolina played a brilliant 30, 31 minutes, and then I don't know what happened in the final nine minutes. Enough. Okay. Enough. If there is a game you can bet this weekend, and I have locked in two plays. I'm going to give my full card later tonight, early this morning, uh, with our other guys who are doing a bunch of college basketball. If there's one game you can bet for Thursday or Friday, what is it? I am on Gonzaga. 
I really Ooh, was so, so... you think because of the fact yes, they yes. got their scare with Memphis, they will be locked in ready for Arkansas, a similar type of team to Memphis, Ex- might I add. Exactly. Exactly right. This is why I like this angle. I love Gonzaga at less than double digits. Gonzaga minus nine in this game. The total is 154. I'm playing the total and I'm laying the points. I feel like Arkansas is a worse version of, of Memphis. They have the same ability to play fast, the same kind of athleticism. They're not as good a shooting team a, a, as Memphis, and they don't have the size. Memphis had the size. That was part of the thing. Memphis put Holmgren in foul trouble. I mean, I, I just feel like Arkansas is a poor man's Memphis, so I feel like I'm getting value with, with those, those nine points, and I absolutely love the way that Gonzaga took the punch to the face. You know what I mean? The, the resiliency they showed. Timmy's interview afterwards, what a leader that guy is. What a guy. He, he, he told the guys, we're not going to effing lose this game. And they rallied around him. They all showed up. The shoot, they, they, they play so fast. They execute so well. I'm on Gonzaga now. I like it. I'm going to endorse it. I don't have a problem with it. Because I had Arkansas in the round of 32. When you hold the team under 50 points and you don't cover a six-point spread, there's a monumental problem with that. You can't have that sort of scoring lull and think you have any prayer against Gonzaga. I got one for Thursday, one for Friday. I Let's love Houston. I love Houston against okay, Arizona. Okay, great. I you know, I wondered love Houston. When I you love were about them. to share with me your future ticket, I wondered if you made an investment in Houston because no, they, I they, wish I, I wish I did. To be honest, they're your you. kind of team, buddy. No, they're super athletic. They got eight, nine guys they can play, and they match up well with Arizona. There aren't going to be a lot of teams that can match up athletically with the Wildcats. They can. And they were in the Final Four last year. They are well coached. And from a metrics numbers perspective, House, the line is one and a half. Everyone's on the Wildcats. You know what that means, bro. We're going the other way. I didn't know. I'm going to join you on that. I'm putting a circle around it right now. You know, there's a nice trend out there also. There have been eight instances where a one seed was either an underdog or favored by two points or less. Five of those eight uh, one seeds have lost outright. So, Ooh, I mean, I, I, I know that little I'm joining. I like you, know, that. you know I like to look at little trends every once in a while to spice things up. So, I, I was already leaning Houston, but you're putting me right on top of them. I think we have two family plays. Now, I'm going to give you the third one I like. See, I told you, I'm giving you a game Thursday, giving you a game Friday. I am on now. This might sound like bias because I have a futures ticket. If Jaquez plays for UCLA, I love UCLA in this game. I think they're a better version of Carolina. I know Carolina looks great. They're everybody's darling. They beat the number one seed. I get a UCLA team laying two and a half that has been there before, that has basically their entire team back from a Final Four runner last year. I love them in this game. I love that Carolina's trendy. And I love the fact that I'm doubling and tripling and quadrupling the meat here, dude. Bruins. <laughs> I'm in on them. I'm going down with the ship. Lane two and a half and Houston. Do we have four well, for three with family plays? Do you think that they uh, took any notes from the from, from the press that they watched uh, uh, Baylor apply? You I, think I sure we'll see hope, a press that, I hope that Mick Cronin took some notes and gets Tiger Campbell and some of those guys out and, and maybe forces the issue on Carolina if things aren't going well. 100%. I'm happy to join you on that, JJ. Nothing would make me happier. I mean, I, I spent my whole life, I grew up uh, two miles from the campus of the University of Maryland. You know how many games I went to in Coalfield House 
rooting against uh, North Carolina, rooting against Dean Smith, rooting against Duke. It's made, it, nothing would make me happier. I mean, I, I was torn watching that Carolina meltdown. On the one hand, nothing makes me happier than co- colossal Carolina losses, but I did very much love the March Madness upset of the one seed. So I was a little torn during that one. Okay, so I gave you two. Do you have a second for us yet? I don't. I don't. I mean, I'm looking okay, at uh, that's on fine. the Thursday. Don't I'll tell you the issue. Don't I'm not gonna the on the Thursday card. I like Villanova laying the points. Villanova has covered small lines like this all season long, and uh, you know it feels like the Michigan feels like a melting ice cube. But I don't like uh, going against um, uh, Dickinson. I'm not fading Villanova. I, I'm telling you point blank. I'm not fading Villanova. I don't like the fact that that line hasn't budged off of five. Yeah. Uh, I'm staying away from that one. That is a yeah. complete stay away. And that was my only other lean on, on the Maybe card. Maybe I'll take Villanova on the money line. We'll go from there. The NBA playoffs are here. And we all know playoff mode is a thing. Listen to the evidence. Playoff crowds are going wild. Playoff players are lighting up the court. Even the speakers are in playoff mode. Okay, we'll take it down a notch, but just a notch, because this is the turn it up to 11 NBA playoffs. Playoff mode is clearly a thing. The NBA playoffs presented by Google Pixel continue on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Now, I got to apologize to you. And here's why I have to apologize. I have been the last, like, really two weeks. Two weeks, it wasn't as bad with the conference tournaments. The NCAA really was a problem. My NBA handicapping last week was an embarrassment. <laughs> I am owning it. I'm coming to the podium. Buddy. I'm not making excuses. I'm taking responsibility for crapping a bet on Friday with our parlay. That's on I, me, bro. I, I, I won't accept it. The problem is I haven't been buried in NCAA uh, prep and the analytics of, of 64 potential teams. I've been on the NBA. And I walked into our show on Friday feeling pretty confident about. Uh, you had the McGregor. I didn't know you had the McGregor walk going into the show. I wish I would have <laughs> known that. I don't like over. I don't like overconfidence from you. Well, like you know what? Confidence. We 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 put into that thing two legs that that really just smacked of overconfidence, which was fading the Lakers and uh, uh, fading the Wizards. Now only one one of those two worked out. But the the Lakers came through uh, against all odds on Friday night, and then. We we went <laughs> again with the swagger, the Grizzlies money line at Atlanta. We we thought, uh, uh, you know, with with Atlanta uh, disinclination to play defense, that's still the case, by the way. Still a bottom ten defense in the league, but the Grizzlies showed up. It was a dead spot for the Grizzlies. Jaw didn't play worth the shit, and they got hammered. Do we have to start reconsidering our strategy of fading the Lakers? They had a win last night against the Cavaliers. They're obviously trying to fine tune before we go into the postseason. Do we just stay the course with that and, and continue to find fade spots whenever they are overvalued? 
Because like last night, I thought about Cleveland. I laid off. I said after the NCAA tournament, I need a 24-hour detox. I had a detox. Uh, no booze, no gambling. I was good. I was totally good. <laughs> My leads couldn't have been more wrong, though. So I was happy it was a detox. Well, I lost money on Cleveland uh, yesterday, but I bet them in the morning when the early news that I saw was that LeBron might sit out because his knee was sore. So I was oh, like, so you got to pass on that. You well, except for I, I, they, <laughs> I lost the money. But I mean, the, the analysis wasn't wrong. And in the same way, um, I played uh, on the Heat because the Sixers sat Embiid and Harden. And by God, oh, those guys all showed up. All of the, the bench guys were like, hey, wait a minute. We get all these touches. And they rolled. The, 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 the Sixers backups rolled the Heat last night. Um, tonight, I can't believe I'm saying this. We have a nationally televised Nick game. <laughs> I, I apologize, America. It's not my fault. I do not draw up the schedule. This was a game house when they unveiled whenever it was back in, I, I don't know, what when October, the, the, October yeah, September, whatever. Before that. Yeah. This is one you would have said, wow, I'm circling this on my calendar. Trey Young making his return to Madison Square Garden. Remember, he didn't play when the Knicks took on the Hawks Christmas Day because he ended up dealing with COVID. Yeah. But this is a game I would have been like, oh, my God, this is one of the games of the year. Now it's just the idea of, all right, the Knicks are playing out the string. I know some dopes are going to make the argument, hey, they're five back of Atlanta with however many games left to play in the plan. They're dead. They're cooked. It's the question of, do the Knicks have a moment at home against Trey Young? Or are we going to get the ultimate villain the guy who wants to be Reggie, the guy who wants to be Jordan, go and stick it to the Knicks one more time. Betting line is at three. It, doesn't this reek a little bit of a, a, a trap line here with Atlanta being favored by three? So it went up to three, so people are plowing in because uh, last night when I was looking at this, it was only one. Ooh, so, so you're getting a lot of money coming in on the Hawks. Way too wow. much, if you ask me. Well, little overreaction. Little overreaction. What well, you have a bunch of competing factors here. The Knicks have beat the Hawks in every game so far this season, which is They're, crazy considering how terrible they looked in the playoffs against Atlanta. So it just goes <laughs> to show you what a difference a year can make. Well, one of the things to keep in mind with the Knicks—they're bad offensively, but they've been very good against teams that are bad defensively. They're sixteen to nine straight up against bottom ten defenses this year. The Knicks are. And the Hawks are a bottom ten defense. I mean, they're they've been their defensive efficiency is is you know um, bottom eight. I think the 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 Knicks play defense. They have been motivated. We've seen um, uh, a a resurgence in Knicks enthusiasm and motivation over like these last eight games. JJ, I mean, the, the West Coast trip was really good for the Knicks. They beat a bunch of good teams. They they came together, and I don't see any reason why. Um, they they can't keep that going. It's a it's a big night. It's a it's a TNT game. It, the the all eyes is not competing against anything else in terms of television eyes tonight. I think they show out in the garden. I like getting the three. Yeah, I'm grabbing the three with the Knicks. It's contrarian. I like the sound of being contrarian whenever I have the opportunity. Um, so we going Knicks on a money line, or are we taking the Knicks plus the three? I think we take the three j- just, just to play yeah. it safe. Let's play it safe. Let's just take the three. Now, Randall is not playing this game. By the way, I still like it. Oh, no. I still I, that, like it. it that's why affect... maybe, the, that maybe that's oh, okay. why the line moved a point or two. Sure. They just ruled him out about two hours ago. I don't care. Okay. Yeah, I don't that's care. fine. I'm still taking the Knicks. No, I'm with if, you on this. If, if this was a line where they wanted you to bet Atlanta, they would have jacked it up to like five, five and a half. That's right. Um, And I think what we should do 
we should find a Nick who's going to go over their point total Ooh. outside of Barrett. Barrett's a little too overvalued right now. I'm seeing him at 26 and a half. No, 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 no. It's, who is, who is the hard. guy that we get in on? What do you think about Fournier? He likes these, and I hate Fournier as a player. I think he's a total <laughs> stiff. But if I could get over 16 and a half with Fournier, watch him against a bad defensive team hit a couple of threes. You know, he also likes to play on on, on bigger stages. On he, prime he does time, show whatever out. the reason. He, yeah. uh, exactly right. I can't explain it. Primetime Fournier. Let's get in on that. What's the number? Six, is it 16, 16 and, a half? and a half? And is mm-hmm. it is it a normal juice, just minus 110? Or do we have to the pay under, extra? The under is at minus 116. I'm not, I'm not playing the under. We like no, overs. No, I'm saying we get the over. I That's know. We're point. over guys. We're over guys, JJ. We don't play unders on player props. That's too smart. Fun. That's that's what sharps do. That's, that's no fun. <laughs> you know what I actually think we should look into, though, from an under? The Trey Young point total is going to be way too overjuiced in this game. Because how many people are just lining up? Trey Young, Madison Square Garden, got to have any over. If we're really feeling frisky, what do you think about this for a same-game parlay for Knicks Hawks? Let's really get nuts. Knicks plus the points, under 27 and a half for trade points, and over points for Fournier. It's 27 and a half. I thought that trade number was going to be closer to 30. Yeah, I think 27. I think that's a good number, though. It you is a good number. You want to know what it pays out? You want to yes. know what it pays out? Let's, Let's hear find it. out right now. So Knicks plus three. Here we go. We, I love that I am doing this, by the way. The FanDuel app, our friends over at FanDuel, thank you. See, they have the, the issue is when I'm going to the same game parlay, they, they give me also, here we go, player points. This is like, uh, the, I feel is oh, here we go. I got the, we five to one. Five to one. Let's five do it. One. Let's make that the family play tonight. That's that's Ooh, that's our parlay that's we're it. doing. We're, we're all doing in on this awful Nick Hawk game. Hawks I love Knicks. the NBA. And maybe, you know, if we have to chase the night game, we'll we'll know pretty early on if we have to chase the night game or we can chase the night game. <laughs> well, I, I'm, the second I'm half. from a night game perspective, Denver and the Clippers, Denver, these are big games for the Nuggets. If they want to be staying out of that plan, they really need to take the regular season seriously over the next couple weeks. And what I was looking at for tonight, and maybe I'm getting suckered in. This is what happens when we're at the end of the NBA year. You know, I'm, I'm, my focus is 10 zillion places because of the tournament. I saw the Jokic triple-double number on FanDuel. And it was, <laughs> it was juicy. Now, I know he hasn't had one in a while. He's been off by one or two assists. But when he's getting like 27, 12, and like 8, 29... 15 and I, 9. Here, I'm like still tempted to just say, screw it. I'm throwing it on it. I don't. What What are the odds for that tonight? What so do we the, get? Yoke, the Jokic triple double, which I saw earlier tonight as we were getting ready for the show. Here we go. Plus, uh, plus 200. It went down. Oh, no, no. I'm out. I'm out. Now, I'm out now. I'm no, out it, was, That's it, was not way, value. it was way juicier earlier today. Now, I yeah. can't I can't confirm that. I can't officially <laughs> say that it was like plus 390, but I'm pretty sure it was a lot better. You know what actually it might be? I wonder if it's Yoke, Denver to win and Jokic to get a triple-double. That might have been it. Oh, so that that parlay, that could, that's that got to be some juicy odds. That might have been it. That might have been it. That might have been it. Yeah, that's that's what I got to find. That's well, I don't know. I don't know if but I want to play on the nugget? Are you in on the Nuggets tonight? Yeah, I like the Nuggets. I, I totally agree with the idea of the motivation. They've been pretty consistent all, all season long. Um the Clippers don't have a great answer for for the Joker. Nobody really does. So I, I don't mind, um, you know, the Nuggets 
continuing to to just overperform what what their their talent. You look at that roster and it's like, how are these guys going to win forty five or forty six or forty eight games? Um, but they do it, and that's because the Joker at the center of the whole thing making it happen for them. I don't mind um, laying in a little bit on the Nuggets. All right, so Jokic thirty five plus points. Denver to win is at plus six thirty. <laughs> He doesn't score that many points. I mean, I, I don't know, know if there's going to be enough possessions. So the triple-double, not worth it, plus 260. Denver to win in a triple-double no. at plus 260 is not worth it. No, I'm not on that. I'm and that. see, this is double-double. Denver to win is at minus 172. See, I was hoping FanDuel would give us a little value with this game so we could have a little bit of fun. <laughs> I'm not seeing it right now. No, nah, I'm, I'm with see- you. So I think we need to find Denver. I don't love six and a half with them. No, me either. I don't love it. I like them to win. Yeah. And I want to find something else that we can have a little fun with here. That's the what, issue. What's the money line? Like minus 260? 255. 255. Close. Okay. Close. Yeah. So if we, if you, if you jump on, why don't we, it, we, we don't want to go too heavy. We already have our same game parlay with the Knicks. So we don't want to layer the Knicks into this and then lose no, everything. No, if we're they, out on if the they, Knicks. We're out on the If they Knicks show up game. with we're a turd enough. tonight. Yeah, we're in enough. That's exactly right. Do we get involved? There's only four games on the court tonight. It's a tiny NBA card. That's Chicago, exactly right. Milwaukee, Golden State, Orlando. So Orlando has been frisky. I don't want to go near that Orlando <laughs> game. They've been frisky. Way no, too yeah. frisky. Yeah, I, I don't like that. What I'm interested in, I think the Bulls are coming off a of back-to-back, and I think it could be a good opportunity to, to, to fade the Bulls. We looked at the Bulls on Friday night um, against the, the Suns. We thought there was an opportunity there for them to steal something. The Suns are just too effing good. I mean, the Suns are just too, they just take care of business uh, uh, every epic night. So they, the, 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 the Bulls lost, <laughs> they, got, they got hammered um, again by the Suns on, on Friday night. But last night, they, they beat the Raps, I believe, uh, by double digits. And then they're, they're, they're back at the Bucks tonight. How many points do we have to lay for this? So seven and a half right now is the line. I kind of like I, it. Ooh, Go ahead. So. We could go and take Denver, Milwaukee minus seven and a half. Do we want to throw in Giannis to get a double double to help us out here a little bit? Or do yes. we don't know? Yes. Okay. No, yeah, that's fine. The Giannis double double. That's that's like that's that's a day that ends in Y. Yeah, exactly. Is, is it a Tuesday? Okay, well, let's play Giannis on a double double. Right on that. So if we get Milwaukee, we don't even want Milwaukee on the money line, which I like. I like no, let's that. Lay gonna... the points. Lay the points. It's because a tough I spot feel, for the Bulls. I feel good about it, too. So we have those two, and then we're going to add. See, this is – I love these parlay calculators, by the way. This is – and then Denver. <laughs> Here we go. Very dangerous. See, this is this is where we get in trouble. They are not allowing us to combine Denver with the double-double. Oh. Uh, They're not letting us do it. I don't want to – well, it. we can't combine the Bucks with the points in the double-double. That must be the correlation that they don't like. Correct. If we did Bucks and Giannis, fine. They're not letting us do Bucks, Denver, and the double-double. Uh, that's annoying. Well, so, here's the question. Let's take we, out the double-double. Let's just play Bucks and, and Denver. That would be Bucks, my – Denver? Yeah. Plus 163. What is the double-double in Denver? Can we play that? No. We can only we play just, Milwaukee. Do we okay. take Denver out of it and just go Milwaukee and the Giannis double double? So that's two two same game parlays. Okay, uh, let's. I, I'm fine with that. That one works for me. Okay. So is there minus, a Portis pop 
prop that you like? Is there a Bobby Portis prop? Bobby Portis at home. He likes playing at home. He gets up for the crowd. Bobby Portis to score 15 plus points. Is it even money? Let's add that in. I like nuts. I I like (laughs) after a bad week, we're saying, no, we're not playing it small. We're not playing it conservatively. No, that that, that is not us. Yes. So that poor lay. Plus 229. Don't we get more? All right. Well, still, still, that's a conservative one. And we have the Knicks that's a little juicier. Five to one for the Knicks. We are getting nuts. We are getting nuts tonight. (laughs) Tuesday, four games on the card. Not much to choose from. That's when you and I, hopefully, are going to be at our very best. So, dude, hey, two same game parlays. Let's rock. Let's Why roll. wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we? That's it. We we gave out some good ones coming up for the weekend. You're back tomorrow with your full uh, weekend uh, broadcast for the NCAA, right? I am fired up for that. I'm going to hopefully nail every single one of these Sweet 16 games, and hopefully my futures will be alive going to Vegas. That would be ideal. Um, Next week, though, Get ready because I'm going to need some MLB futures out of you. So I need oh, you in the lab. I need I gotta, you diving in. I need you focused because these are bets that we can't cash for like five and a half months. So you might as well, <laughs> you might as well let them sit in there pending in your window. I haven't seen anything yet, but I'll just talk about the two local teams, both the Nats and the Orioles. I'm under. I don't care what the number is. You could make the Orioles 48, and I'd still take the under. The Nats, the Nats are also going to be, you know. Probably in the in the in the seventies. That's an under for me, also. Not going to be a riveting summer of Beltway baseball. Well, you just go out and you have your 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 dog and your beer, and for me, it'll be three dogs and six beers. So it'll be what I mean. It's I summer say, baseball. Pickle, Come on, Pick, Pickles Pub in Camden Yards has never done me dirty. I went to some other area in Baltimore for the first time last May. Yeah, Forget where it was. It was like was it on the water? Not Fells Point. Oh, it, it wasn't Fells Point. That's what I was, Fels, that was going to be my guess. I've been to Fells. It was like a really cool neighborhood. Like, really, really cool neighborhood. I'm tra- walking distance from the stadium. Very, like, hipster, if that, okay. if that makes okay. sense. I don't know. I, I, I love that I don't know where it is. People in Baltimore <laughs> are probably listening like these idiots. They have no idea about our city. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I live in New York. So Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I live in, in, in Washington, and I you know I know where the aquarium is, because that's where I take my kids sometimes, and I know Great where Phil's point is. Great aquarium, by the is. way. Yeah, very an amazing. Aquarium. Baltimore Aquarium, very underrated. Um, well, look, have, we have that to look forward to. You have a play for me for the golf? Um, It's impossible, because it's the match, the match play, play thing. Yeah, yeah. The match play. So I hate it. I, I'll I hate be it. going through it. I, I'm going to live bet once the final 16 are, are pulled together. That'll be Friday night. I'll, I'll make a bet at that point on who's going to win. The outrights right now, you're not getting any value. Um, the guys I think are going to play well are Justin Thomas and Patrick Cantlay. Two chalk picks. Uh, you can't sleep on Kisner. Kisner has an amazing record. And if you want somebody that is way down the card, that's some value. Alex Noren is 11-3 and three at this tournament, at this event since 2018. He really likes playing at this thing. Joe House, let's cash him, bro. We need let's it. Let's cash him, JJ. We Here we it. go. We're we back tomorrow. It. Remember, we got our full breakdown of the NCAA tournament bracket, 16. House and I will chat later in the week. Stefan Gawart, we out. Be good, everybody. <laughs>